0: Let's pray. Father, as we come to your word, would it breathe life and breath into our very being? Would you open our hearts to receive all you have to teach us? In your name we pray. Amen. I have been, and remain, very grateful to God for his steadfast love. I have indeed seen his faithfulness. These were the words spoken by Queen Elizabeth on her 90th birthday. Words that pointed not to her, not to her reign, or even her country or commonwealth or kingdom. But words which pointed to a king whose reign will never end, whose throne will never pass away, and whose kingdom will never be shaken. A God who is steadfast and faithful, whose word is true, and whose word is enough. A BBC article from yesterday said this, In bewildering days like these, the United Kingdom would instinctively look to its Queen for reassurance. But this time, with the nation facing hard economic challenges, Amid constitutional and political upheaval, there is no calming presence from Her Majesty, the new King, and the new Prime Minister, both only days into their new roles. Today we may feel a little shaken. Shaken by the state of our world, shaken by the death of our Queen, or shaken just by the things of life that have impacted us personally. The death of our Queen, for many of us, has brought some of those feelings to the surface, Over this weekend, I have spoken to numerous people who've tried to put into words the unexpected sense of emptiness that they are feeling. A sense of loss or an increased fear of the future that has risen up within them in response to the Queen's death. What a joy it has been earlier on in our service to hear some of the hope and the joy and the goodness of God in contrast. Whilst we cannot say, in truth we know the Queen, we do know and have relied upon her constant faithful presence in our lives. And yet she too has experienced the shakings of the storms of life. Challenging family dynamics that have rippled through the lives of her children and grandchildren. Political challenges, tensions within the Church of England of which she is the Supreme Governor. The early loss of her father and the more recent loss of her beloved husband. At a time where her family were not able to be with her in her grief. I think we all remember that picture of her at his funeral and all of this watched judged critiqued commented upon by a world grasping for the next bit of gossip throughout all of this she has unwaveringly steadfastly trusted in god Her faith has been her root and foundation. In her first Christmas broadcast, she asked for prayer. One of the first things she did as queen was to ask her people to pray for her. This is what she said. Pray for me that God may give me wisdom and strength to carry out the solemn promises I shall be making, and that I may faithfully serve him and you all the days of my life. Her prayer was answered. Throughout her lifetime, the Queen worshipped and proclaimed a faithful God who speaks words of faithfulness. A God whose voice at creation boomed, let there be light. And there was light. And whose voice uttered on the cross, it is finished. And it was. God is faithful. And we see this through the whole story of the Bible. God tells his people to do something ignore him and he still faithfully bears with them. We see it right back in creation when Adam and Eve chose to do the one thing they're told not to do and God still chooses to lovingly clothe them before they leave the garden. We see it when the people of God are walking around in the desert despite being saved from slavery and provided with food straight from heaven, they're still moaning. But God sticks with them and is faithful to his promise of a promised land. At around the same time as the death of the Queen was announced, rainbows appeared in the sky. A stunning, clear rainbow stretching over Buckingham Palace, there we go, and not just a single rainbow, but a double one, a double blessing. Reports suggest there were even three rainbows over each of the Queen's homes, Buckingham Palace, Windsor Castle, and Balmoral, just as millions of us were hearing the news of her death. Now many may write this off as coincidence, just the natural result of our English weather. William Temple, the previous Archbishop of Canterbury, said, when I pray, coincidences happen. And when I don't, they don't. Alternatively, why wouldn't we believe That God would speak to us through a rainbow. In the Bible, we see God speaking through a fire, a blinding light, even a donkey. So, why not a natural event like this? The creator of sea and sky, rain and sun, and time itself. Could he not place a rainbow to appear in the sky at this significant moment? in our history. And then we may ask ourselves, well, why? Why would he do that? Why would the sovereign God, King of Kings, creator of all things, place rainbows in the sky on the day of the death of our Queen? Rainbows are seen as a symbol of God's faithfulness. A visual sign of a commitment to a promise, like a written signature on a contract. Back in the earliest days of the Old Testament, after the floods, God places a rainbow in the sky and says, this is a sign of the covenant I am making between me and you and every living creature. A covenant for all Generations to come. And the prophet Isaiah also wrote of this promise too, saying, As I swore that the waters of Noah should no more go over the earth, so I have sworn that I will not be angry with you or rebuke you. For the mountains may depart and the hills be removed. But my steadfast love shall not depart from you, and my covenant of peace shall not be removed, says the Lord who has compassion on you. Maybe, just maybe, God gave us a foretaste of that by placing a rainbow in the sky on the day of our Queen's death. A rainbow that reminds us that whatever happens, whatever mountains depart and hills that are moved, whatever life throws at us, however lost we may feel, His steadfast love will not depart from us and His peace will not be removed. A rainbow that reminds us of God's compassion on every generation. We face unprecedented times as a people, country, and nation. We face a future of unknowns, of unfamiliarities that unsettle and shake us. There are new challenges ahead in everyday life, from our NHS to the costs of everyday living, to new variants of coronavirus that continue to threaten human life, to wars that devastate not only the countries directly involved, but our whole world. And in the midst of all of this, we start a brand new beginning with a new Prime Minister and a new King. Queen Elizabeth was steadfast in her faith in God. Her trust in Jesus was her constant in a constantly changing world. Today, where is our faith? Is it our steadfast foundation? Our constant in our ever-changing world? Or does it feel a little bit shaken? My hope is, as we look back at the life of our Queen and look forward to our lives ahead, we too would know the steadfast love of God in our lives And say, like her, I have indeed seen God's faithfulness in my life. For the mountains may depart and the hills be removed. But the steadfast love of the Lord shall not depart from you. His covenant of peace will not be removed from you. For the Lord has compassion on you. Amen. So Mike is going to come.